Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I belong. People have tuned out. <laughs> Already. Fine. For what is going to be, mate, a very, very special yes. podcast. Yep. One could even say one that will never be repeated ever again because I'm telling you what. Yeah. Queensland, Derby Day, uh-huh. has got shades of Melbourne or Victoria Derby Day because there's three group ones and a stack of other excellent races on this weekend, Drifters. Get Fucking excited. Of course there is. No, they've done a bloody good job, the BRC, in just putting this whole program together, taking the initiative, yep. scratching the whole program early. Yep. Full credit to the boys. And full girls? credit full credit to the boys and girls at the BRC. Um, because yeah, this is gonna be an insane day of racing filled with quality horses. And if anything, it's just got me um you know, thinking about the fact that, unfortunately, on Saturday I was fully geared up to go to the track and watch the Zaki Cup um, take place. Take place. Yes. And, you know, it was bitterly disappointed that the day was called off. But, yes, the silver lining is uh-huh. we've now got the Zaki Cup combined with the Kingston Smith Cup and the Queensland Derby. Yeah. Uh, I'm fully aware. Unbelievable. And, yeah, and – the undercard, you're getting the best of both cards, really. You are getting the best of both cards. So, 10 race, love a 10 race card. Yeah. Um, but I might say, mate, you're over racing a bit. We can get to the races eventually. There's some stuff I want to just discuss before we get into the racing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Same here. Same here. All right. So, as you might be aware, I yeah. went to a wedding on a Monday. You, you did, be. a Monday wedding. Yeah. Um, but, hell of a do. One of the great do's of all time, I might say. I'd say you can't stop because you're addicted to the shindig. <laughs> sure. Yep. Let me just talk you through it in, you know, dot point form. Yep. Gold, Gold Coast Hinterland, uh, about an hour's drive from where we were staying at the Saho uh, Casino at the Goldie. <laughs> and we'll get to that eventually. Um, but met some beautiful people there. Uh, sure. Yeah. Already knew the bride and groom, uh, which was well, you'd handy. Hope. Yeah, you'd hope. Yeah. Handy. Wedding uh, crashes. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of proves, mates. Met them. 
fantastic people. Um, definitely met some new friends, which is nice. Uh, but so wedding day. Yep. Uh, go out. Set set the uh, set the the stomach full. You get the stomach ready for what is sure to be a day filled with drinking beers. Hundred um, percent. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yes, I thought I lost you're the t- number. No, no, the I know, I know. I thought I lost the number. All right, all right. So we got a bus there, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the bus took an hour. And if you're driving there in a car, no issues. But it was pissing down. Yeah. And it was like we were driving on the thinnest road on the side of the mountain. There was yeah. at times where you looked out the window and it was like hundreds of meters down. So to you, a crushing, crushing death. Okay. So what you're telling me is that there very well could have been some funerals that were a result of this wedding. Yeah. So rather than four weddings and a funeral, could have been a wedding and four funerals. Yeah. Perhaps uh, more if the bus went down or no. About four hundred. Um oh, shit. but no, not quite that many. But we're just being dramatic. We're being very dramatic. Uh what this um, this bus driver had complete abandon of spatial awareness and right, or he had it completely full to the brim because mate, it was some bloody reckless driving on this mountain, right? Oh really? Yeah. Like I was riding the corners pretty damn hard. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, yeah. I didn't have a window seat; otherwise, might have I might have passed out. Right. Okay. <laughs> like yeah, he was taking some some pretty tight turns pretty quickly. Anyway, so congratulations to Julian Jackson uh, on getting married, guys. Um, are you, are you, are you don't strike me. We've been to one or two weddings together. Yeah. Um, you're more of the jovial type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During the vows, seeing the bride walk down the aisle, I would, I would say there wasn't a dry eye in the house, including mine. They were, they were wet. Oh, really? Yeah. It got, it got me. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah, cool. I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. And I'm happy for anyone who gets married. I, I love weddings. They're, yeah. they're so much fun. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like, I don't love weddings for the ceremony or the vows or anything like that. I love weddings for the piss up that pursue, pursues me vigorously well, afterwards. Let me tell you about this one, right? So what the – bride and the groom did was they they got all the drinks themselves and yeah. uh you know as you do but they basically it was basically just cans stubbies and they also had cocktails going jeez i'm thirsty and what they did say there was like 70 80 people at this wedding right yeah they group people into low medium or high amount of alcohol that they consumed to put together a basic amount of how much piss they needed to buy complete logic yeah so it's no secret. Uh, I, I might be breaking the fourth wall here with the drifters watching this or listening, but Prue and I have basically been off the beers. Uh, yeah. I've very, very sparingly had a beer basically this year. Mm-hmm. But I – so I, I reckon I was in the low category, maybe like one to four. Yeah. I I disregarded that. <laughs> you, single, you single-handedly destroyed the formula that they oh. laid out – like yeah. meticulously <laughs> for this wedding reception, single-handedly, yeah, just destroyed that formula. Certainly did. I'll talk you through. Had it. Well, it was a celebration, right? So there was champagne going. Had a glass of bubbly. 
Lovely. I, I, I love sparkling so much. Mate, went down too well. Had to have another one. Yeah, cool. And another one after that. Yeah, definitely. So there was some beers flowing. Uh, but what they did have, which was very underrated, was CC and dry cans. Yeah. I didn't touch those. They had um, pink gin and soda cans, yep. which they went down very nicely. Gin and soda is unequivocally the best drink to transition to post beers. 100%. Unequivocally. Yeah. And anyone who wants to debate that, you know where to fucking find me. <laughs> <laughs> and then had a mug as well. I love mugs. So I love mugs. Yeah. Salt rim. <laughs> Yeah, salt salt rim for me is too much. Nah, essential. <laughs> it's a perfect combination of sweet, sour, salty, and tart. Mm. All comes together to form the mark. Yeah. And if anyone who's listening, any of you drifters are, I don't know, cocktail connoisseurs, it's irrelevant. I don't care how fancy you get, the mark always wins. Always wins. Always wins. Okay. So, you know, um, speeches were good, not overplayed, nice and short and sharp, which we'd bef- uh, we've definitely been at weddings both together and separately, I would imagine, where the speeches have dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that didn't happen. Dance floor, you know, bus back. So bus leaves at 11. Okay, yeah, we've got a belly full of piss. Belly full of piss and... You get back at the cast, right? So, <laughs> oh God, yeah. unbeknown to, well, the drifters wouldn't know this, but came back and I was I was feeling pretty good. I was feeling confident. Well on your way. Well on my way. Bit of jungle juice. Jungle juice. And I'd gone to the castle of previous two nights. First night was with you and the, the boys where we were playing some, some blackjack. And yeah. that's actually the first time I've probably had a go at blackjack. And oh, I, Really? Thoroughly enjoyed myself. Mate, I, I can sit at the in the exact same spot, almost oh. like my ass is super glued to the chair, and just go to work. Yeah. Go to work. And I guarantee you, if I sit there for long enough, I'll always leave up. Yeah. Because because you just you just play the percentages yeah. in blackjack. Yep. You get sometimes you get absolutely fucking rolled by the dealer. And yeah. you're just like, come on, mate, give me a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to you in I, parts. I was getting rolled in parts, but I, I rallied parts. big time. Yeah. Do you know what pisses me off about Blackjack, though? <laughs> pisses me off so much. Is when some random joker decides to sit next to you, either on your left or your right, yeah. and they do things that you would not oh, do. Oh, mate, I had that a couple of times. And they, it happened to me all night, and it yeah. threw me off so much on yeah. the Saturday because they were hitting when they shouldn't have hit. Yep. They were staying when they shouldn't have stayed. Yep. Sometimes you need to take a bullet. And they don't take that bullet. Yeah, sometimes you need to take a bullet. Yeah. I, you, I openly declare it. Yeah, all the time. Like I know this is going to be a picture. Yeah, but <laughs> if I don't hit it, that means you, Mister Dealer or Miss Dealer, is going to get said picture yeah. and therefore destroy all the all the lads. But this is where you come into your element, right? Because yeah. you get the vibe up at the table. You get you get it humming, right? Yeah. So when the dealer has two. Many. Too many. Far too many. Then everyone gets around and everyone wants to be on our table, right? So I took that I took that attitude with full of confidence. Yeah. Brilliant. So we stepped onto a table with two, one very old old gentleman. Yeah. And a young a young pup doing his best. And the young pup was he was putting down he was putting down some chips, which he def, definitely couldn't afford. Yeah, righto. Uh but 
So, you know, get 50 out, start with that, bang. Yeah. Um, get up pretty quickly. So, I'm of course. Hit a perfect pair, bang. I'm, I'm on here. Yep. Lovely. More of the wedding, come and join me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to start putting on a show here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on full display. So, anyway, I'll talk you through this one here. Basically, everyone's got like, say, between 15 to, I don't know, to, uh, 15 to 18. Yep. And the dealer's got himself sick. And I've got myself uh, 12 off, yep. the, off the bat. I was the only one who had a picture. And I'm like, this is going to be a picture. Well, I said, I'm like to everyone, I'm like, well, you know exactly what's going to happen here, right? <laughs> and they're like, what's that? what's that? I'm like, well, he's hitting two pictures in a row. So, and he's going to have two fucking many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> and then- the dealer, the dealer was getting around his too. He's like, two pictures? I was like, two pictures, bruh. <laughs> bang, bang, two pictures. Everyone fucking loved it. Bang. Too many. <laughs> too many. Too fucking many. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Someone loved it as much, uh, so much. The young pup, he was throwing down his life savings at the table. Oh, he was like- Gamble responsibly. Absolutely. Uh, loved it so much, he got us. A, he got the whole table beers. <laughs> Thanks, bruh. Mate, and that's, you know, and sometimes you just need to play it up a little bit and 100%. good things happen. You just need to ride that wave. Yeah, absolutely. And I was fully vibing the wave on Saturday after spending a day at the Wyndham Manly Leagues Club. Yes. And which I must be, which I might add, you know, a de- decent setup. It surprised us. And, you know, playing away sometimes because, you know, I ventured over the Gateway Bridge to get there with my good mate Bradley Weston. Mm-hmm. You joined us afterwards yes. a bit later on in the day. Um, and, you know, I was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I think it just made me a bit of a sharper punter. You yeah. know what I mean? I was just yeah. analysing my decisions a bit more. Yeah. So we, what we should do, uh, unless you had anything. No, mate, look, we can transition into horse racing right now or if you had anything to touch on. I don't, I don't have anything else to add. Um, look, what I would say is that it's good to be surprised sometimes in life. Yeah. You know, and after the despair of the race day being called off on Saturday – uh, Bradley, who I was going to go with, texted me and said, would you want to go to the pub? I was yep. like, let's go to the pub. Pick me up at 11 o'clock. Don't say a fucking word <laughs> about where we're going. I want to be surprised. And well, he's yeah. like, deal. So I get into the car and we start driving. I can tell he's getting excited. We get to the Gateway Bridge. And I'm like, well, if we're going over the Gateway Bridge towards the coastline. There's only one place it could be. There's only one place it could be. So I looked around at him in the car and said, we going to the Winner Manly Leagues Club, Bradley? And he said, we sure are, young one. <laughs> Gear up. Take you on the ride of your life. Uh, and off we went. And it was a good day. I had a good day on the pump. Love that. Love that. Um, unfortunately, um, Adelaide Racing just stuck its ugly nose up again. And with full credit to Mick Price. And, on uh, fire. Mate, they absolutely took that carnival for a ride. But I have some what would you rathers, right? Yeah, okay. For you. Would you rather never bet in Adelaide again or <laughs> eat a medium rare chicken breast? <clears throat> I'd rather never bet in Adelaide again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, same. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather never bet in Adelaide again or yeah. never or have to eat – Every meal accompanied with barbecue sauce is the condiment. Oh. Now we're getting into some good areas. I never, I, I hate barbecue sauce. So I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, would you rather stand up in front of a crowd, mm. no preparation, and do a comedy routine, oh. or never bet in Adelaide ever again? That's that's nightmare stuff. I'll never bet in Adelaide again. <laughs> Oh, man, it took us for a ride. Yeah, oh, I'm overdone with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad it's done. Yeah, we might. I, I don't know. If, yeah, to be honest, I don't even know if we'll cover it in the podcast next season, to be honest. Adelaide Racing might just. just we've, we've discussed alternative things. Like, yeah, we'll put up the group one on the Instagram and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. settle down, all right? <laughs> I know you're hanging out for, yeah. for our Extreme Warrior tip and all yeah. that sort of stuff, you dickheads. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, look. It doesn't get us enthused. And, you know, if we're not enthused, are you enthused because you're deciding to listen and watch on this? But also, do you enjoy the content where we are just potting Adelaide and the, South the, Australian racing? The views would suggest it's the, the views, it's actually not bad. Tell you so. what, we'll rival another bloody stupid sport podcast out there. I'll tell you how much All right. Should we call our Drifter of the Week? Let's call the Drifter of the Week because he's probably twiddling his thumbs wondering what the hell we're doing. And we've done that to him previously. Hold on. We sure have. Uh, sorry. Fuck. Done it. In all sorts. Yeah. Licorice all sorts. It connected to someone for his airports. Oh, Apparently. That's terrible. Yeah. <sighs> that's a crying shame. It's a real shame. I know he's out at dinner and he's taking some time to duck away, so we'll see how we go. All we'll right. try him again if – hey. You have reached the message bank of – You know what? I'd say he'll probably call us uh, potentially, but oh. – Call from the oh, – Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah, go now. Can you hear us? Hello, I can hear you. <laughs> We're just having some technical difficulties. Sorry, mate. Um, Drifters, we've got Sam Sheehan of F- SJC Thoroughbreds Online. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. How are you? Mate, cracking. And we were just discussing this. You'd be the most capped drifter of this podcast. So congratulations on that. Yeah. I, know it's a, I know it's a huge honour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. It's, uh, it's good to be welcomed back so many times. The mediocre banter and rubbish tips are good for something. Hey, mate, we're basing our entire podcast off that, so um, we completely agree. Mate, sorry to drag you away from dinner. What's on the menu tonight? I just had a little southern fried chicken burger and uh, playing trivia. So I had little to no questions. I was mostly doing form, so that's all right. (laughs) No horse racing questions. Mate, you've got your priorities in the right place. So... Obviously, an enormous weekend of racing um, at our favourite place, Eagle Farm. Um, I know you've got a best bet, which isn't actually racing on the day, but can you talk us through your thoughts on the group ones? Let's start, start with the Zaki Cup. Is Does it just pick itself? Uh, I think it does. I think you'd be very brave to, to go and bet against Zaki. I think at the price, though, I'm not sure if you could take it. Last weekend, I was happy to take Polly Gray uh, on a very heavy zoom and track. But yep. I just think Zaki, like, I just think the class will, will be there in comparison to that field. So I just think short and sweet, it'll win. But I probably couldn't take a dollar forty-five, which is, I think that's what it is still. Yeah, so fair, mate. So fair. Um... <laughs> 
What's that next? Win. Derby? Win. What yeah. about the Derby, mate? Yeah, so I've gone a little New Zealand number, Pinarello. Mm. Uh, so Group 2 winner last start over in New Zealand. I know that this form doesn't necessarily stack up directly from over there, but um, like I guess the other thing is it's always tricky knowing whether they're going to come across on the flight all good and full of themselves or if they're going to be a bit flat uh, after yeah. the travel. But assuming comes off and goes all right from there, I think it's going to have a, like a bit of a class um, above these horses. And I think it's just going to take a bit of beating. Um, regardless of how much rain, I think we were meant to get a bit more rain than what we have in the past sort of 24 hours. But I think regardless of that, that it's still going to be the one to beat. Yeah, mate. Not a bad shout at all. Um, Kingsford Smith Cup, a uh, bit of an open race, some chances left, right and centre. What do you reckon? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Isotope, actually, the little, the little Queensland princess. Yeah, I'm a big I think fan the past, of Yeah, very big fan. I think she's been pretty hard done by the last couple of starts. Obviously had a couple of very heavy tracks, which she obviously didn't get through. She's a better horse than the, the two efforts that, that came out of those. I think the last start that she ran on quite well, given the the rest of the day didn't really have many many horses running on that the way she did. So I sort of took a bit from that. And I think a harder track, she'll appreciate being on top of the ground a bit more. Uh, so I just think that she's, she's one to spec, especially at, I think she's 12 or $13. Yeah, absolutely love that, Sam. Give yeah. to the Queensland horse isotope. Um, so, mate, your best of the weekend because um, I think you've got something in the sunny coast uh, on Friday. Yeah, I've, I had a thought. I had to think about this since I spoke to you, and I thought it's a pretty egotistical move to call your horse the bed of the day. <laughs> so I'll, I'm, I'm happy to plug it. Give it, a, give it a plug, three. mate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'll plug it. Chikara race three uh, on the poly track at the Sunshine Coast on Friday. Uh, poly track is a query, so we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I think it's a good horse. I think it can, can get some results. But I just thought I'd sound like a bit of a wanker if I called it better today and it's mine. So mate, this, two, this podcast is hosted that. by two massive wankers anyway, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I always forget that. That's a very, very good point. Um, but I, I, I think it's a good bet. I'm not sure the odds aren't up yet, but I think it will be reasonably short. It's yeah. got some good trial form around it with like finishing second behind Best of Bordeaux and then a couple of Annabelle's horses that have gone on to win then um, after that. So it'll be interesting to see what price you can get, but worth a watch for all the battlers out there at least. Um, and then my real best of the day or best of the weekend, uh, I'm going to steer clear of Eagle Farm just because I think it's a pretty hot winter carnival and there's a lot of dangers in a lot of races. So I'm going to go to Caulfield Race 1, number 3, Starry Legend. Uh, had the ultimate gear change before coming back this prep. Um, was a tough, it had a very good, tough win. I think it was two races back now. Um then last start, Led probably wasn't happy with the 1,100 metres or didn't quite get there. Um, now back to 1,000, I believe it is, without having it in front of me, given I'm a trivia. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just going to lead, and judging by its last start, I just think that 100 metres shorter than what it was, I think it's going to take a lot of catching, and I just don't think 
it, it, it'll get there. And with Jai on, I think it's. Like, I think he'd be one of the top jockeys in Melbourne down there. Yeah, 53 kegs, mate, he'll be levitating. So, Mate, it'll it'll be airborne, I'd say. <laughs> Lovely. Excellent. Well, mate, that's everything we wanted um, from you. But is there anything else that you wanted to give to us? Well, I mean, my thanks for having me on so many times. <laughs> I think it's a, it is a great privilege. To, to be involved so many times as you guys. So oh, shucks, I appreciate man. that. My, my tips never come through, I think, except once, and I had pity tip Jonker, and yeah. then that came through. But mate, I, I I'm not sure had, if any of my others. I think you had state of rest in the yeah. Cox Plate. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Look at me. I see, I knew that. I just wanted you to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> typical, typical. Well, mate, um, yeah. we'll let you get back to trivia and your southern fried chicken burger. Uh, make sure it's cooked all the way through, hey? I will, I will. Cheer, we'll, we'll cheer home to car on Friday at 4.04 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Shebos. You give it strength. See you, mate. All right. Thanks, boys. I'll talk to you. See you, mate. Bye. See you. There you go. There you go. Oh, I don't think I'll tip my own horse, mate. Please. Please. Oh, you kidding me? Please. Mint Condition was running this weekend. We'd mate. be all over it like a rash. 100%. Shout out to the mugs. Mystic Aroma. His oh, first yes. emergency at Eagle Farm as well. So hopefully she gets a run. But we're talking group one racing here, mate. Cheer who, baby. Let's do it. Um, Zaki Cup time. Do we go into depth here? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we need to, mate. Oh, look, if anything, um, it's just a blessing in disguise for him running on the Eagle Farm track next weekend. Good starting point. What do you think the track will be? It's a soft five rated today with potentially 10 to 20 mil Predicted until Saturday. And I think this I think, is Wednesday. I think a soft five. Maybe it'll get better if there's no rain on the day. Um, yeah. I think we're playing on a soft six at the absolute worst. Hundred percent. I I can't agree more. So I think it's going to be right into his favour. Barrier ten. Look, might be a little bit sticky, but far out, man. He's the best horse in the race. Like, yeah, oh, he'll he'll hit the front. And he'll um stroll through and kick on. A hundred percent. All right, let's get into something that needs a bit more of our thinking caps on. Mm-hmm. Queensland Derby, race eight. Got a ton of New Zealand horses here. Tons of New Zealand horses. Uh, some different form lines. Not going to lie to you, don't know half this field. <laughs> uh, but I have found one that I'm a fan of. But what were your thoughts? Uh, yeah, look, it's a tough race. So there is a few things that I was weighing up. Um, you know, I was trying to figure out, hey, what's the right sort of form line um, heading into this race with a few different things coming from different things and all that sort of shit. <laughs> and I sort of, I sort of landed on the rough habit as being the the race I want to take um, into into this as a as a form reference, and that was won by Dark Destroyer and Paternal. Um, you could argue probably would have won that with another 50 metres maybe. Um, they sort of hit the line together. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at either of those two for, for this race and I'm probably leaning towards Dark Destroyer. Um, I should have backed him last start. I told you before the race that um, I was thinking about backing him and I didn't um, like the dickhead that I am. I backed him. You backed him. Um, my old man backed him. Um, I was the only one who didn't. So um, look, this thing, this thing started – well, this thing was at one stage going to be favourite for the an NZ for the NZ Derby. Yep. So clearly they think uh, highly of this horse. Uh, won a couple of sharp races over in New Zealand. I think he's proven to be um, a horse that has the ability to stay. 
Uh, he's got the right sort of breeding to suggest that the 2,400 metres will be no issue. Barrier one, a little bit tricky, um, but at least this time he won't have to be three or four wide without cover and, and outstay them. I think he'll probably get run into the race and maybe he can peel out sort of on the inside and, and kick away. So I'm with Dr. Shore on top. But I'll admit there are there are a fair few chances that I was weighing up in the race too. Yeah. Um, I butchered this race last year. Um, my gut was saying Cucaracha and I went with Explosive Jack. I'm not going to make the same mistake this year. I'm back in the horse with the exact same silks, trained by the same trainer in I thought it was kabosh, but it's kabosh. Kabosh. Osh, kosh, kabosh. Yeah, so. Yeah, fair enough. Um, thought it was super run last start. Just had a bit of a think about it. Don't think I liked the heavy deck at Scone that day. Um, but one thing about this horse is he was versing the older horses. He was, yeah. So back to his own age here, Barry Nine, Yum Yum, J-Mac in the saddle. I think he'll give us a pretty good shout. Uh, sight at $9, I think that I think that's pretty fair. And I actually like the barrier for him as well yeah. because I think from there, J-Mac's going to be able to make a really good decision as to where he's going to sit in the run. I think he'll find cover. I think he'll be a few pairs back. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a good good bet and, and certainly one I was weighing up. Anything else in the race you wanted to discuss? No, I... And this is just me. I obviously did have a look at Dark Destroyer because, um, you know, I was on him last start. That was a hell of a hell of a run last start. He was way out the back, and he started get got he got going at about the eight to six hundred. Do you reckon the wind's been taking out of his sails a bit? That's that's the only thing against him for me. Yeah, um, like with an easy run, I think he wins against Paternal pretty easily. Um, so and paternal was twenty six dollars last start. So I think they're a bit too close in the market together for me. I'd rather go something with a bit more value with Kabotch. Yeah, there's two things uh, towards the bottom of the page: <clears throat> number fourteen and number sixteen. Uh, Global Osbred and Anything Goes both still have their nuts. These horses they're coming out of a Newcastle race. Uh, they went one two there, and that race looked pretty sharp. Um, Global Ozbred is by Maurice, so he's looking for a dry deck. So if, if I was backing something at odds, it'd probably be one of those two. Mm, lovely. Okay. Kingsford Smith Cup. Now, this is a hell of a race. Hell of a race. Awesome race. Great field. Um, there's only 21 of them. Uh, <laughs> 16 after five emergencies. You don't see that often. Um, other than, I guess... All right, let's just talk about the favoured runners. So you've got Pulele and Trivier with Neds, as we're speaking, is the favourite, $4.40. So she's overtaken Pulele uh, since markets have opened. So, And the chances obviously don't stop there. What were your thoughts? Mate, my thoughts are there's a horse here who's got the A1 form in the country. Mazu form. <laughs> The best form you can possibly have in Australia. And that's Paul Lately. Yeah. Look, I, I think that's the best form. I, I think that's the best form for this particular race. And do you know what I like about Paul Lately in this? He's going to get that soft five, hopefully a good four, which I think he's been screaming out for his entire prep. You read his you read his form and, yeah, he's had a few starts on heavies and softs and actually looks pretty good. But, no, nah, I think he's a dry deck horse. 100%. Um, and he's finally going to get that this weekend. I think – the heavier deck on the weekend, two weekends ago, definitely favoured Marzu over Paul Ailey and Paul Ailey nearly won. Third and a TJ behind Nature Strip and Eduardo. 
he's running times over the 1,200 metres. That suggests he's group one horse, I think, Paul Laley. 1,300 metres. Is that a little bit of a concern? Potentially. Potentially. Um, it gets a little bit of weight relief, but the three-year-olds are weighted right up to their best here yeah. as well. Um, level weights with the older mares. Um, I'm against him um, just purely because I went looking for some value and I think there is a, a mare here that has some superior form lines uh, against open company at the 1,400 metres, which <clears throat> I think the longer Eagle Farm straight will give everyone their chance. Mm-hmm. And that's number 10, Sierra Sue. Uh, Buckets more in the saddle. He's won a group one with this mare previously. And basically, when you look through her profile, you're like, what the hell is this bloke talking about? Well, this is what I'm talking about. Whenever whenever she gets out to a mile, she goes back in her runs or whenever she's on heavy decks. They're basically like, all right, we need to save her brilliance because she's only got a short, sharp turn of foot. Uh, but when she's out at that 1,400 metres, which I'm basically saying that this race is virtually the same thing, <laughs> uh, she sits in the first four in the field and she just is not far off them when the whips are cracking. So I think she can do that again. Hopefully, Barry 20 is sticky, but I think if she gets three wide with a little bit of cover, she'll be right in the game. And I think $21 is stupid stuff. I think she's well over the odds. Um, yeah, that's a big price for her. Um, I think that's a great shout, mate. Barry's a little bit tricky, but yeah, look, I think uh, Buckets Moore is in great, great enough form to find a place for her. Um, and like you said, Eagle Farm straight fan out. Yep. See what happens. Um, on Trevier, obviously would have had to have been blind not to see that run in the Dooman 10,000. Yeah. Do you think her racing pattern's too negative? Yeah, for me, uh, far too negative. Um, She's got to go back from that barrier. Yeah, has to. And I don't know, I just, we've talked about this, we we're big tempo guys and we like big tempo. We like something that sits in the front half of the field if we can afford it. Um, You know, we've been there, done that, or at least I have with Brooklyn hustle. Um, (laughs) You've just been burnt far too many times. Yeah. So um, there is a horse here that did pique my interest and I think it can still run a race and that's number four, 11, 11. Yeah. He was, Go back and look at his run at Scone. He was seriously unlucky that day. He he got checked at the wrong time. He would have won that race with clear running. Uh, was that still only finished half a length off him. He could act. He could be flying. So I might play around him as well um, in the wider exotics. Yep. So fair. Uh, and she also already spoke about her, but Isotope. Uh, I hope she finally gets that good deck um, because yeah. I think she'll give this a sight at a price of thirteen bucks with Neds. Um, Man, mate, stacked race. Even if if you look at the emergencies, like I think on a dry deck, Jamea could run a good yep. race. Um, yeah, really looking forward to watching it. If if Nick Nova makes the field at one hundred twenty six dollars, I have something <laughs> on. Like that is that is a massive price for him, the old like, fella. He can absolutely still run a hell of a race. That horse. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just going to play around those two. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Lovely. Um, best best time, I reckon. So. I'll kick it off. I have one outside of my best. Tipped it last week. May as well tip it this week. Let's get the card off to a cracking start. Race one, number two, Biscayne Bay. You're not getting the $12 to $14 on offer last week. You're getting 9 bucks instead. So that will do me. 
Fair enough, mate. Yeah, um, not my best of the day, but I think a cracking bet is race number three, number two, Hungry Heart. Um, if she gets, again, if she gets that dry deck, she's been screaming out for it, this girl. Over 1,800 metres, I think that she is in there with a red-hot crack coming from Barry too. Well said. She's my best of the day. There you go. Yeah. There you bloody go. Yeah, man, I think she's I think she's a hell of a bet. So yeah. Um, yeah, cannot blame you there. Mate, I really like the size produce as a race. Um, I think there's a stack of chances in it. Um, so if you're going to have a look at this, obviously it's a lead into the JJ. A couple of horses I don't mind. Resonator, keep a big, big watch on him. So he's the horse that beat Zoo Tiger um, that other week at Gosford. So He's, he's screaming for 14 to 1,600 metres, and I think he can win this resonator. Okay. So he's my best of the day. Oh, bang. In a 20-horse got the value, mate. old field, I love it. Got the value, mate. Um, bang. So, and, and I'm looking at the other races, and, and like Sheboss said, they're all stacked. So yeah. if you can land one, it's going to be at a price. 100%. It's got, it's, mate, it's got Victorian Derby Day feel, which is why I'm so keen for it. Absolutely. Let's have a look at the undercard really quick. Let's go to race six. The Fred Best is another cracking race. Prince of Boom is the boom horse at the moment. He went so well. He had um, sort of state retired. He <laughs> he was he was proved to be that tough um, <laughs> to get past. But do we do we go back to the well? Sometimes she'll she'll pop up in a race like this, mate, and she will win. Um, Jamie Carr on board, yeah, which is you know almost as good as a gear change is getting rid of your nuts. Uh, she she can definitely win this. I think Prince of Boom can win this as well. Um, but I like things at, at big prices too, which is a which makes it a tough race. Like Ranch Hand, he, he could he could run a race here. Uh, Battleton could could run a race. Um, who would you back in this race? Back to the, you go back to the well once. I think I think that's a big forgive job last yeah, start. Uh, it's just Track pattern. Like the risk is she could do the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, why didn't I back ranch in? Instead, yeah, true, true. You know? And um, the, th- the thing with Startantes, um, yeah, like she's placed she's placed in the surround stakes, uh, which is a group one against really good horses where she came flashing home, but but she'll she will continue to do that. She'll 100%. continue flashing home and you'll see the green light on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think that, yeah, it's probably fair. Yeah. Like, but 16 starts, five wins, like pretty good strike, right? Yeah, true. Um, all right. BRC sprint, race seven. Um, <sighs> Mate, where do you go here? The blood? <laughs> I'd be happy to see the blood win, to be honest. Well, he needs to pay some bills, doesn't he? Do you know who's in the river for you? Have you fished him out yet? Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo for me. Got, I, has he got life? No, nah, Buffalo had life. He yeah, he had life a long time ago. Um, yeah, no, especially like, he's been on the drift um, since markets have opened because of the improving track. So if he had any chance, he'd, he'd need it bloody, bloody uh, wet. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to go back to the well, it could possibly be with Gemsong. Uh, yep. But uh, it was hard to miss Emerald Kingdom. I think that's a big price for a horse that won a pretty decent race in the, the yeah. Archer. Yeah. $13. Um, so I could probably play around those two. Yeah. I don't mind Soxagon in this yeah. race. Yeah. I'd probably add him into, into Yeah. Uh, because that was a very impressive win. <laughs> so that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's about it. Like, But they're all good races, mate. So, yeah. Um, can't wait. Yeah. We'll be there at the track, Drifters. So, uh, yeah, come say good day. 
And yeah, we'll have a beer or something. Yeah. Um, can't wait, man. It's going to be a cracking day. Hopefully the sun's out. Coat's on. Gun's out. Yep. Have a punt. Could see be worse. Happens. See what happens. Could be a lot worse. All right. Thanks, Drifters. We'll see you next week. Bye.